you but we got lots while we like to talk them through we like to share them too and we'll do so with you yeah we've got thoughts though they're deep we are not cause deep thoughts bring down everyone while shallow people just bring fun hello beautiful people hello everyone oh hi friends oh, hi it's been so long it's been way too long. Too we long. Took this long break, and now this too is the long. end of the season. I think we're going to be taking a longer break after this, so we're kind of wrapping things up this, with this twelfth podcast. <laughs> wow, <laughs> one for every month of the year. What a delight! Oh, that is kind of magical. We should have spaced them better. Mm. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, we have to work we on that for next season. A uh-huh. little inconsistent. And oh I, well. I think TV shows usually are purchased in groups of thirteen by the network. So technically, there should be another one, but I think we'll just leave it at a baker's. Oh, that's not a baker's. It just no. a dozen. A baker's just of the wood a, Just a dozen straight up. So mm-hmm. we're like a standard CD. So eventually, you can buy this first season on a CD. Right. Yeah, well, oh, right. And, and then we'll do an extended album. Mm-hmm. Typically, they have pilot episodes. So I feel like our lives were the pilot episode. And people granted us the show, I think. That's deep, Megan. That's deep. You're welcome. That's intense. Little nugget for everyone tonight. Now, if we take podcast three out of the mix, we technically only have 11 episodes. Oh, for God's sake. I can't believe we're still talking. Is episode three still out there? No. No. (laughs) But there technically was an episode three, so I count it. Well, so anyways, not that we need to get into reasons or anything, but schedules and stuff have been a little difficult, and so we're going to do a little, maybe some changes coming up format-wise. Maybe some participants might change. We don't know, but expect a little break and then maybe some changes. Mm-hmm. We're going to reevaluate. So we're sitting here late on a Wednesday evening, later than we had originally anticipated because Sarah was going Much to later. get her nails did. And I'm quite an inconsiderate human being. That's so. true, but that's not the purpose of the subject. <laughs> well, thank you for owning it. We all appreciate it. Hearing oh. it means a lot to us. Yeah. Because we all were talking about it, but hearing you say it. I was in touch all evening. Yes. When you're saying <laughs> you're going to be late, that doesn't mean you can be later. <laughs> so, like, you're saying, hey, I'm going to run an hour late, but you run two? It th- doesn't work that way. I ran late in increments, and I updated you in increments. I was like, ooh, 30 more minutes. Ayy, 30 more. (laughs) But that's usually what happens. Vietnamese nail salons. That's where I was held captive. Okay, I would like to just call a clarification as I'm the only one with an Asian boyfriend. Was it Vietnamese, Hmong, Chinese, Oriental? Oriental. (laughs) Did they sell rugs while you were there? Like, was the salon actually imported from China? (laughs) Because that would make it Oriental. No, but speaking of like merchandise and nail salons, they did not have rugs, but they do have just the oddest variety of like knickknacks and beauty supplies. Oh yeah, they love a knickknack, and they're. They have a lot of like stuffed mini cats or like stuffed mini right. animals that they sell, brightly mm-hmm. colored, for a lot of money. Used like, bottles of nail polish, yep. crusty you know, flip flops. All that stuff, you know, is then red and just total side random note. And I only remember this because Weeman, my Man boyfriend, friend. lover, um, oh told me that everything's in red because red 
symbolizes something specific. It's like money or pro- prosperity. Oh, the, the or spot I go to is actually called Red Nails. Yeah. So like oh. the color red is very symbolic in their culture, which is why you see so much red in when Chinese they restaurants. Do and right. 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 Oh, okay. Red is a very symbolic color everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Like it means love, even in our culture. Love. Yeah. Everything. So um, anyhow, I think it's Vietnamese. I guess I'm making assumptions here. Certainly, but let's Judging go Vietnamese. Probably mm-hmm. by the language you overheard, you were able to tell. Vietnamese. Well, I couldn't differentiate between. <laughs> well, like, we all know Filipino and Vietnamese. I mean, I couldn't differentiate. And Mandarin, so, so they Mandarin. all look the same to you. Well. <gasps> Ooh, wow! We are going down a road. <gasps> Back to the nails. But those nail salons, <laughs> so they post this closing time and then do nothing to adhere to it. So I prance in at like 6.15 for just a fill, mind you, which is easy, easily a 30, 35-minute job. Well, can you set this? So when is closing time? 7 p.m. Okay. During so, the what? 7? So I waltz in at 6.15, which is sufficient time for sure. And they take me. I sit down. I'm just having a fine time trying to let myself relax, take my mind off, whatever. And before I know it, I realize the woman next to me has like already completed one client. The second client comes and sits down. Before I know it, it's 745. My fill took three times as long as it should have. Who Lord knows why. And they should have kicked my ass out 45 minutes ago. I was irritated like on their behalf that they let me stay. Can we just clarify when you say fill for people that don't get regular manicures with acrylic nails or gel nails? Oh, yeah. A fill is when the nail grows out. And so there's like this divot between your cuticle and the nail. And you have to go in every two weeks and pay whatever amount of money. Something that would feed 20 African children for a month and a half to fill the gel nail and then they have to with, sand it down and make it look even and then make it look real with yeah. plastic yeah and normally this process takes 15 minutes oh god half an hour. max 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 so i don't know if she was new or if what was happening but it was a frustrating time you know what her biggest flaw is she's a perfectionist probably her problem oh yeah mm-hmm. she probably got feedback from a boss today <laughs> that said listen to my son we really think that you could get more clients through the door. Was that a we name or a sound? Your perfectionism and the quality of work you do is just fantastic. Because productivity was not high. No, no, no. You know, we need you to think bigger picture. We need you to look at more clients. Well, and I'm like, was part of her thinking, oh, she's for sure my last client because it's already 6.15. So I'm just going to screw both of us over and keep us here for an hour and a half because certainly no one's no. after her. She's just so saving. go out with a bang. She's today. saving the best for last. <laughs> this is her Wednesday and she's going to oh, live it up. No. I do think actually, Dean, I kind of like your comment like that you're you spend this much money that could feed a small African village kind of it is problems with plenty and it is kind of weird to think like oh my god think of the money that you spend to put a little plastic on your fingernails just to make them look better meanwhile countries all over the place are like just clean water is all I ask okay remember oh, yeah. remember now, remember deep thoughts by shallow people and now so Skip let's move we it on want the whole conversation yeah. okay 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 that's <laughs> I'll cry ourselves anyway, to sleep anyway so your <laughs> nail appointment took much longer 
I'm still insistent next time we go to our nails done, we're bringing my boyfriend with so that he can eavesdrop on the conversation. I like interpretation. I actually, the last time <gasps> I went, they posted a new sign that was like, rules technicians must follow. And so when these Vietnamese speak or write in English, it's generally a little bit choppy. Okay. Are we following? Which it should be. Sure. So the sign is in English, of course, but it's kind of just hysterical because it's like, Technician must not speak language to one another. <laughs> Just language? Oh. There's like rules for technicians right. to follow. So the technicians must do interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, you know, again. No chit chat among technician. So do they literally just sit there and at your place that you go to? They just sit there in silence. They really do it, which is better. I'd, I'd rather that than like the chit chat, which I interpret as gossip, which is probably not. Right? No. I'm imagining you at some factory like whipping people mm-hmm. and be like, don't talk. Work. <laughs> just work. Don't yeah. talk. Whip. Oh and no, God, all of never. your evilness stems from some sort of wicked insecurity that they might be talking about you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you're like, no speaking when oh. I'm, you know, here. They do speak in English about clients after they leave. Oh. Yeah, they have on many occasions. Well, that seems what? inappropriate on their part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like after one left and I was there and they were like, oh, last time she comes, she cry. We, th- we, we don't think she come back. I'm, this accent's gonna sound awful. We need to move on. <laughs> well, you know, you know what's interesting though. Like we couldn't do that at our jobs. Like we couldn't just mercilessly jab our customers or the people we work with. No, but HR. Could. Do you, yeah. Do you think that those nail salons have an HR? They don't. Oh, There's no HR. Like, and do they hate them as much as we hate our HR? Right. I mean, every everyone hates H- HR. Every TV sitcom you watch, mm-hmm. they're like the hated character. Well, they're like they Oz. have no personality, no thought, no care. No. And actually, Megan, earlier in the evening, you had made some comment that you know when someone goes to HR, and they. <laughs> And they like it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that kind of gives me insight into your personality. Yeah. As opposed You're like, to somebody who like goes to HR and like flunks out and leaves the company. It's like, oh, so the people that really like it must be really good at being two-faced and non-committal. Right. Oh, interesting. It tells you something about them. Like, you're like, oh, no, don't go there. But then you're still interested. Like, well, if you like it, that's bad news. If you don't like it and you leave, you're probably a good person. But now you're gone. So it's oh, wow. typically a death sentence. For I didn't know of... we judged people who work in HR. Oh, I think HR is the worst because HR is where you you go to judge. HR the institution mm-hmm. or HR the people who work for that parent? Like both. Because H- mm-hmm. oh. they, are. I just think HR really? in general, everyone hates HR. Mm-hmm. It's like I said before. I compare HR to and remind mm-hmm. me again, like a college advisor. <laughs> you oh, walk yeah. in, you talk to them, you walk out thinking. That was a waste of a half an hour for me, and it was completely useless. Mm-hmm. Nothing but vague, what? vague. If I was going to HR, I would wipe out the entire department, mm-hmm. assign one person to the department to, to simply schedule interviews. That's all you need to do. File the paperwork and schedule the interviews. Other than that, there's no point. It is an area of a company. Like, if we were in a movie, they are like the police that you go to that is actually corrupt that actually then mm-hmm. is you know hunts you down to yeah. your house and then kills you because they know that you know the secret <laughs> and it's like because you, you would go to hr and say oh you know i have this horrible disaster taking place and they're like yes we planned that disaster <laughs> now we must kill you <laughs> they're fired you know it's just very odd and they're very non they don't commit yeah no mm-hmm. and you're doing everything right but we can't 
promote or you can't move. The timing's wrong. Yeah, but who are your mentors? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. let's talk are about you, are you focusing on, on you know, your, your opportunities at mm. all? Well, what feedback have you received? <laughs> you know, have you ever been to an HR party? They oh. are the most inappropriate people in the world. I mean, like. So are they just straight up dysfunctional? That's what I'm saying. I think every area in any corporate or any sort of organization usually is the inverse of what they are. So, for example. And they turn it on and off like nobody's business. Well, like. So I have this theory that like convicts and people who steal or or were in trouble with the law at some point in time in their life go into like law enforcement or assets protection or like they become like the enforcers, the people that, you know, they or like people who are completely disorganized working technology because it's like ones and zeros and they're super organized in their work or like people in HR are completely inappropriate and the most people ever and like people who can't do anything go into teaching. And people who are completely, like, can't, like, figure out anything from an organization perspective go into, like, organizational effectiveness. Oh, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And if, the, if you think about it more and I more, you're you like, I there. think that's okay, right. Okay, side note. I love you, brother, and I don't think that you're useless and that you can't do anything. I think you're a valuable teacher. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Well, I think it's also different when you teach <laughs> children. to clarify. <laughs> well, but, like, my dad taught a college class, but he also worked at his job and was successful. I don't think... I don't think teach. Well, they do say that. I mean, that's a saying. But you can't do teach. I think yeah. Oh, you were saying yeah, that to your brother Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not following. Mm-hmm. I thought you were referring to Skip as your brother, <laughs> and you were having like a homies <laughs> moment. And I was like, okay, okay. But let's be serious here. How many times, as an adult, have you sat in a training? Any training at all? I will be- say, yeah, to clarify, training, training, trainers at a yeah. company. Yes. I agree Where you, you sit in a training class and you think as you're being taught this literature, you're like listening to a person talk about it thinking you are probably one of the most ineffective people I have ever met. You're listening to a person read a packet 75% right. of the time. Right. So the my- other 25%, you're listening to them make awful like analogies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, yeah. that don't even apply to the packet. Is anybody coming to mind? Mm-hmm. We'll talk. We'll talk offline. Obviously, let's take that offline because seriously. So, anyways, not to just keep harping on HR for those who are in HR. Do we have any friends in HR? I don't. Know not anymore. Any co- friend that's in HR. We have no connections. That's why we're so screwed. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably just. Well, anyways, yeah, we'll have the, okay. the HR. We might have first. just steal their own caskets here, but anyways, <laughs> right. it's fine. So you went to an HR party and they were inappropriate. Uh, oh, no. So what I was going to say is, like, I never know where, like, the line is for appropriate or not appropriate at work and stuff like that. And we had a big wedding shower slash baby shower thing, and they were asking for money to go in on gifts. And there were a whole bunch of and I just remember that a bunch of people from work listen to this now. And I'm like, I shouldn't probably talk about this, but too late. And, uh, <laughs> and okay. so uh, and I thought to myself, wait a second. I don't get gifts for anything I do with my life choices when I bought my house or, you know, if I should get married. And I know you're getting married here soon, so I'll be interested in your thoughts. And uh, I was just kind of bitter about the whole thing. And I'm like, I don't think that was very, like, PC you know, to, so like, have one of those work parties. You're felt- aware there's a Sex in the City episode around the same mm-hmm. idea. Not work-related, but around the same idea of Carrie and she's single, so she doesn't have babies. And- do you know that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember that episode okay. now that you bring it up. Um, ah, oh gosh. At work, do you know. expect presents? 
I guess no do I expect them no have I facilitated one of those type of parties before yes well I think it's just like expected nowadays like mm-hmm. it's just an expected thing and I'm not saying that's good or bad I'm not saying it's valid or not I'm just saying it's I don't know how many times I've had to put money into a envelope or a card or something for the someone that I barely ever talk to and never an- interact with and if I were to get engaged to my gay husband, even though we can't get married... They would throw you a party. Well, they would throw me a party, but that's never going to happen. The a, part I have a hard time with is it's like a blind contribution. I don't like the... I I don't know. At work, I don't like the anonymity about it because you never know what the people around you are contributing. I just... I don't feel like my contribution is valued I in a way that it is when I give outside of work. Like, well, yeah. I mean, I'm giving $5. Okay. Sorry, I don't know you. Yeah. Why am I going to give you more than five dollars? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, congrats! You're going to get tons of presents everywhere else. Why in the f do you want a present from me? Yeah. Like you funny. don't. Because I'd buy you a drink. Sure. Pregnant lady. Or I would buy you <laughs> a, uh, you know, or I'd buy your lunch today for some reason, just out of a nice gesture. But the actual act of giving cash because of your pregnancy or because of your love and marriage. I guess for some yeah. reason at work, I'm really kind of bitter about it because I don't need that. I don't need to have a celebration about a personal life choice. But I think yeah, and yeah, that's like it's yeah. not like an accomplishment. Whereas like a retirement party is accomplishment because it's work related, right? You've been here for eons. Please, I would love to give you money and to it means celebrate success your success, and it, yeah. it equates right. to the work life. No, that's that last point you made kind of did bring some clarity for me. If I threw a party at work because I just got fucked and I hadn't been fucked in a good two years, how do you think that would go over? <laughs> like literally had intercourse? No. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like I'm just celebrating everyone. About the confetti. Not, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not having a baby because that's the equivalent to me of like a woman. You can't get impregnated. Getting, sure. No. But I had. Maybe we should start insisting no, on housewarming parties mm-hmm. at work. Everyone, oh, another, everyone else gets another party for like every big life thing a wedding mm-hmm. a baby yeah mm-hmm. buying a house is a big deal i think we should i want to go on, backwards like, then i want my housewarming gifts. party yeah yeah now in present Seriously. day yep yep you and know, i we, need to retile my bathroom so you guys better pony <laughs> up just start passing the envelope around <laughs> <laughs> we could argue actually that the government <laughs> mandated the our housewarming party by giving us our uh our house i don't want to talk about it. you don't have to pay it back so anyways i do have to on. pay it back oh you do yeah no i got the, the seven thousand oh, okay. dollars whatever it was i have to pay that back so all what's right, the eight thousand that doesn't have to get paid i back? it all depends on when you bought your house this is boring we're moving on oh okay so how i brought this up was since the government gave us this much money we could say that actually our co-workers <laughs> gave it to us <laughs> you know <laughs> uncle sam they just True. uncle sam came in and said look you're gonna give it to these people so speaking of gift giving i have a question that i would like to cover with the crew so with all the wedding season coming and i'm i know sarah and i've talked about this previously so i'm just intrigued to get your take on for everyone because you've spent the money you're spending the money you've planned it you have an idea like you have a very strong opinion about how much to spend how much to not spend for me i have a guideline for myself well right right but i'm just i'm interested because i think it varies from person to person like what yeah. I would consider a lot of money, someone else would consider not a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To spend on a gift for a wedding. And so that is a good question, Sarah. What do you, as a bride-to-be, consider uh, an appropriate amount of money? And what factors play into that 
like appropriate amount okay well no factors really go into it like i don't i don't consider am i having a sit down meal or that is there drinks is that what you're thinking no i mean like i I know this person is like a senior vice president and this person is like a waiter therefore i would expect more money from them and less from oh and receiving gifts yes oh is that what we're talking about hmm I don't know, receiving or giving or whatever. I, I personally have developed like new guidelines and gift giving based on having planned a wedding. Like just being more aware of what goes on and what the industry is about. Da 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 da. Um, I have my own new guideline like for gift giving. For receiving I I've never thought about like that. No, like if I have a guest who's a waiter and a guest who's this, is their yes. gift gonna range in expense by 50 bucks or 100 bucks that i haven't thought about that okay so what then how do you figure out or what are your expectations for your guests do you think they should all give you like at least enough to uh compensate for the party or what are you i don't know i guess average guideline is like for me 50 bucks per guest that's tricky when you're talking like a family of six or any children or anything i mean that because that's outlandish I think but but does that vary by like your relationship to the person like my closeness to the person getting married like my closest to you I'm gonna spend more money on you and some of my BFFs that I'm gonna spend on like yeah I friend that that I don't see that often yes I think that matters too. like someone in the bridal party is probably either doing something more thoughtful or more potentially Mm. extravagant or whatever like the but the bridal party's already shelled out. Yeah. Two, three, four, five hundred dollars. Not to mention the shower, well, the bachelorette, and just being there for you. Like I would, I wouldn't expect if and when I ever get married, my bridal party to get me anything. Like I'm doing them a favor because they're. I didn't even think of that. That's really funny. I want you to talk to Kelly because Kelly would like, and this is not attacking you whatsoever. No, please. No. But, like, when it comes to all the showers and the stuff, and especially if it's a destination wedding where I'm spending hotel, uh, airfare. Destination wedding, I think the etiquette is no gift. I think that's, like, Well, but what, okay, but what denotes a destination wedding? Right. Like, I'm going to go to a wedding in um, St. Louis. For me, that is a destination Um, wedding. Not if that's where they're from. Oh, so I get it. So, for instance, if you're from the Bahamas... That's not a destination <laughs> wedding. <laughs> God, yeah, that doesn't work. If you there. marry someone from Korea, that's not a destination Seriously, wedding. Seriously, though. Go to Korea. Got it. That's kind of interesting. interesting. No, I would say if someone's traveling from out of town and mm-hmm. putting themselves up in a hotel, I wouldn't expect them. Because they have to feed themselves while they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to get there. They have to take a taxi. They have, I mean, yeah, it's hard. I mean, we've talked a lot about it, too, because we've considered including out-of-town guests and even hotel guests, knowing that hotel guests are spending more. Mm-hmm. Um, do they come to our rehearsal dinner? Well, that probably gets to be too much. Do they come to our um, morning after brunch, gift opening? Like, try do, do we do welcome baskets at the hotel? Like, it's all stuff that, you know, there's so many options. Of course, it's more expense. For us, but they're taking this expense. It's it's hard because they're the isolated group, and we're the group that's hosting three hundred. So and mm-hmm. all of this is to validate your love for an, another individual. It's insane. But you but you want this, so you enjoy this experience. I want a wedding day, and I want a wedding celebration. Because no question, but the expense and the consumption and the it's all it's like it is sickening so you basically just want someone to throw you a big fat party 
This is what you would really like. I'll buy your like. We could have done that a lot plan. easier and cheaper. You just said that in the beginning. <laughs> Wait, I what mean, do you mean? We could have found a bar in some place and thrown <laughs> you a kick, a kick-ass party for like hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you can't do anything for hundred dollars. I oh. promise you that. Oh. How, how are we, we all have eating? Mothers and families that cook. I mean, they yes. would whip up d- dinner and treats and we have and connections. And so I guess <laughs> yeah, you're right in that regard. That's not what I would want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm dragging some. Certainly, obviously, like I'm choosing the theme and the feel of the day and everything. So can it's all directly correlated to like my wants, but it's insane. Can you help me understand something? I've never. This is one question I've always wanted to ask and never had answered about someone getting married. Okay. Why, when two people who have two sets of everything need something new of everything oh. when they get married? Because I cannot, in my right conscious, sane mind, buy you a toaster when I know you've got two right now. <laughs> That's we a have, we question. have one. And I we will have say, one. Today, and it is working. Today we were looking at the at the registry. We and I were looking at the registry, and he was like, "We should buy them this panini maker." And I, we don't like have a panini. Ten... We didn't register for a panini. Oh, you maker. registered. It's at Macy's. It's a hundred dollars. Trust me, it's there. No, it's probably it's a p- grill pan. It's a, a grill p- pan oh, with a panini, a panini press. press. Oh, it's yeah, a, it's a I French toast press. Yeah, I looked at that <laughs> for like ten minutes and thought to myself, "We don't have." Do you seriously want this? Or are you just walking through the store with your gun like, yes, do it. Yes, yes, I want it, I want it, because I want it. I like, want to know how many paninis you're going to make. Are you seriously going to make a bunch of paninis? No, that is a really fair that point. You want you me better to spend believe. $100 on a panini maker? I know. You better believe the first time we went through, it was too much, too much, too much. I've edited. I edit all the time, by the way. I'm kind of weird about it. Um, but no. So like, yes and no. So first of all, from now for the next five weeks, I need to have enough gifts out there. Technically, like you need to have enough out there for people to choose from. It's all this, all this, you read all these magazines and everything. Okay. So I need to have enough out there for 300 people to choose from in different price ranges. Da, 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 da. Okay. It's all out there. We're not using anything until after the wedding. So should I get a panini press and not my bedding? Panini press goes back. I'm getting the bedding. So I want you to provide us with the list of like the top 20 items you want. <laughs> okay. Because I'm perp- not going to buy you a panini press that you reach. Like that's a waste of everyone's time. The purpose of the podcast is not to yeah. vet out what Sarah really wants and doesn't want. The purpose was to understand <laughs> why we're buying you things you don't need. Okay, but now so you've just explained. all of the things. Yeah. So we will be. Yeah. So that explains part of it. And then um, ideally we'll be selling everything in a garage sale, putting that money towards the wedding and replacing things that we want to replace. Wait a second. You're going <laughs> to sell. Oh my God. You're no, going no. to sell she the garage sale? She couldn't have meant it like that. I what? think. What? No, no, no. You're not going to sell the gifts that we give you. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's totally how I interpreted it. I was like, that well, That would be such God. a loss for everybody. Can you imagine? That's right. Like, we're going to put up a big for <laughs> sale sign. Sale. <laughs> a for sale sign right next to the gift table that says we're going to have a, a no. gift exchange. <laughs> no. Oh, like, our existing toaster, our existing dishes, that's all going into garage sale on June 5th. From June 5th to June 19th, we're living on paper goods. And then, yeah, ideally we're upgrading our things with, yeah. Okay. Have you ever watched somebody got, like going through the store with a registry or something? Like when they're registering for stuff, to your point, Dean, like do you need a panini maker? Those people run through the store like a couple on supermarket sweep. Like, <laughs> I need six oh, yeah, I love that show. <laughs> I want four, 
four bottles of this, and I need this it's ottoman. It's such a rush. For no, for, and then all of a sudden you see this list, and you're like, there's, there's no way that scanner scanned all that stuff intentionally. <laughs> well, there's definitely, I was forced to go to Target briefly with Sarah for 15 minutes, and within that 15 minutes, she scanned the shit out of an entire area of Target. Oh, I think I scanned like four doormats. Yeah. Seriously. 16 kitchen towels. That's the best part. You just do it and then you edit online. But then you, it, my favorite thing is looking through the list of somebody who like registered for stuff and there's like competing <laughs> items. Like I want this mixer and I want that mixer. Like <laughs> uh, they, They're both going to sit out on your counter. <laughs> they're doing a lot of mixing. Okay. It's not for us to judge, Skip. Right. I'm sorry. Oh I, my! I'm just, a lot of mixing. I'd also like to point out now that we're—I think we're wrapping up here pretty soon—that when we started this lovely podcast, there were four single people here sitting in a room. <gasps> K i s s i n g. Not when we started the podcast. When we started our relationship. Oh wait. Yeah. yeah never no, mind. She wasn't you single. Were, you weren't single, were you? But I was single like when we met. Yeah, that's true. On, when we return next season, though, we can definitely delve into the fact that you have created an online profile finally. Uh, yes. That's and we can see how productive that's been. Mm-hmm. Is it for or sexual encounters or for relationships? It's for both. I wrote my, my profile actually states right on it. Um, I'm cool with relationships. I'm cool with casual sex. But I'll tell you, if we're going to do the relationship route, the bedroom better be early on the agenda or we're probably not a good fit. Have you, Ooh. is it out there now? Have you like gotten yeah. any responses? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can talk more about <gasps> that. Uh, Coming next season. <laughs> Yay. Ooh, a cliffhanger. I like it. Well, friends. It's, it's been a time. joy. It has been. I'm really kind of Until sad. Until next I think time. To the, well, the girls may not be back. We'll we come back know. in guest spot. Okay. They may be back. I think once the wedding wears off and Sarah's knocked up and bored, she'll want to come back. <laughs> I think right now she's just busy planning and doing and spending. Well, the gal's got to get her nails done for three hours, so she doesn't right. have time for... Right. I think once that's over, she'll be bored as shit and crawling up. And, <laughs> so, all right, anyway, goodbye. Have a lovely summer. Bye. Bye.